0: And so, with the cup held high, the leave Croke Park, All Ireland football
1: champions for
0: 1949. All oh, beautiful me, you got all that I need. <laughs> Dimpsey hits Darren fair Anthony Finnerty comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Colin Coyle hit Infinity.
2: Hello listeners and you're very welcome to another We Are Me podcast with Nikki Brighton and Davey Rispin and just off air we were talking about uh, the perfect abs so we were Davey Rispin and how we'd love to have them and whatever and, and that we must start using a bit of, um, what is it, Photoshop or something like that or one of those editing uh, uh, apps to start uh, trolling. Now you probably have more of a chance of getting the abs than me so you, a little bit of work and you'd be there I reckon.
0: I don't know, Mickey, I think you have a better chance than me at this stage. But uh,
2: <laughs> we, we like to we like to live the
0: good life as well. You have to enjoy yourself. Mickey.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, look, you, you like go out and enjoy yourself on the football field, but go out and enjoy yourself off it as well. It's funny, I was talking to a guy yesterday just on the side note, Davey, and um, he he plays a lot of football and whatever, but he has a rugby background as well. He's 34 years of age. He's a guy down in Calvin. Uh He was actually at the Moila 50k walk. I don't know if you've heard of that, but um, JFK,
0: isn't
2: give, it? yeah, the JFK. I want to give them a shout out for that—an unbelievable event that they held, hold in there in uh, Moila and Ramon Village. Um, but I was talking to him at the event, and you know, he said that he 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 he's nearly thinking of just going back and playing rugby um, for for the foreseeable. I'm um, like he's, he's thirty four and he reckons his his career is nearly finished. He says. GEA has gone way too serious he says like he's 34 years of age he just wants to enjoy football but everything is so serious he says rugby is still good fun mm. you know and, and, and there's a there is a huge social aspect to it as well uh, when it comes to rugby but the social aspect seems to be dying away from the GEA. do you do you feel that like even with yourself
0: yeah and like I'm not like we play at a, at a, a low enough level um and it, uh, even at that level it's still how is would say it's not enjoyable but it's it was more enjoyable eight or nine years ago for, for me when we were playing at a higher level and yeah. that's only less than a decade ago and now you look at it and I, I can only imagine what it's like at, at the top senior club teams in, in, in Mead or Cavan or wherever and that's club still God knows at inter county level what it's like but even at clubs and you take your average sort of club footballer I'm sure the enjoyment to an extent is is probably gone out of it. And you do see a lot of fellas take, take a break from football for a couple of years and just go off and live their life and enjoy themselves. And it's, it, it's, yeah, it definitely is a factor, I would say.
2: Yeah. It's, it's, um it's funny. Like, where does it all stop, Davy? So we say the team that wins the senior championship this year, uh, ran up and down, uh, I don't know, crew or up and down the Hill of Tara 40 times a day, like so the next team to win the senior championship is going to have to do it 50 times. Do you know what I mean? Like where, where does it all stop? Like where, like I see an awful lot of lads that are playing sport, playing football and whatever it be. They're not happy. Yeah, no, I'll I'll actually. Sport is supposed to be enjoyable.
0: I was talking to a fellow Over the weekend Again I won't name them, name him But we, we played Kilbride In a Premier Championship Game on Saturday evening You know We were both talking about uh, the, the players that we could have Available to ourselves On Premier teams Because You know we're, we're both only have to name Six or seven players But there were so many lads For us and, and them Not available Because they were gone to this That and the other And it was kind of like a thing that, okay, 10 years ago, that might not have happened. You know, they yeah. might not have went to a gig like Dermot Kennedy instead of playing a football match. But similar to that is they might have stayed and played the football match and then got out after and had a few pints. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that even for me, I can't remember the last time I, I played a game with Corten and we went for a few drinks after. Like we'll still go for a few drinks on a Saturday night, maybe God weekend. But rarely if ever would we play a game and actually go for a few pints after the game and that's not because of we're not allowed to do it around it's just because
2: we don't do you know yeah yeah no no like we used to be lions when did it stop david <laughs> <laughs> you, know. you probably went to <laughs> Dermot kennedy you're part of it. the problem brennan <laughs> no i was at my phone no the funny thing is is that i never missed any games or whatever down through the years and i would have played soccer in gaelic and i would have been trying to played both and whatever but it was enjoyable yeah yeah i I, I do feel that they're they're knocking the 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 fun out of it and whatever an awful lot it's become very serious and i don't know where it's going to stop that's the whole thing and you know club level club football now is like county football 15 years ago you know that's that's the level it's gone to but um anyways we digress davy and that was only the start of the podcast um a lot to get through um on this one but i suppose have to start this time last week when we were recording our podcast the news had not broken yet that andy McEntee had um stepped away from the mead panel and he was in his last uh, year of his contract with the Mead senior team and six years of andy McEntee, davia and it's come to uh an abrupt halt and in fairness to the man he was very dignified in how he did it and spoke to the players you know and um because they're the only ones he has any loyalty to like, and, 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 that's, that's fair. Um, you know, uh, the players are the, are the main uh, focus that Andy McIntyre has had for the last six years. And, you know, I suppose this year has probably been the only year where the results have not reflected, um, the work that was put in by Andy and the by the football team itself. And, and that's a little bit
0: of it, Mickey, uh, you know, um, um, uh, at the end of the six years. It would have been nice to, like, as Andy says, it was a natural ending, but it would have been nice if, if Mead had a finish with a bit of a flourish. But just the way in which sort of the year went, unfortunately, that wasn't to be the case. Um, but overall, you'd have to say that there was some some really good sort of high points. And I think 2019, for most Meade supporters, will be to the forefront of that with the with the promotion and uh, run to the Super 8s. And, that was on the back of two years of really kind of um, good work and really close calls in terms of promotion and narrow defeats to Donegal and Tyrone, which you'll remember in the qualifiers in both yep. of those years. Um, and then twenty nineteen, it all sort of came to you know to 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 fruition. Uh, twenty twenty was was an okay year as well. Like I mean, we got relegated from Division One, but enjoyed a great experience in it and were ultra competitive against a whole host of different sides. Um, and then. Probably since that during the lockdowns, it hasn't been. It's probably just digressed a little bit. But but overall, um, I think Andy deserves great credit for his his loyalty, passion, commitment, um, and dedication to, to Mead me and and them players as a whole. And likewise, the players because they've they've given us some great days and uh, they deserve great um, great respect and thanks for that.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and and Andy, especially huge thanks. The players, will, most of them will still be there, of course. Andy and his management team have finished. I think Andy spoke absolutely brilliantly on the off the ball interview uh, during the week. I thought he was fantastic. We don't need to rehash any of that. We don't need to rehash anything that has gone on on uh, social media or anything like that. All we want to do is say thanks to Andy McIntyre and his team. Um, of selectors, different selectors over the last six years and again thank you to Andy for his time because uh, he was always willing to come on the podcast um, and give us a dig out here or whatever, give us a, a little bit of a scoop here and there as well and give us an insight into Andy McIntyre, the man um, he's been it's it's just as you said disappointing the way it, it has pitted out this year but um, I suppose the, the, the talk then turns to who next, Davey? Like, you know, like, I would have had visions last year of Andy McEntee getting an extra two years and staying on and having a bit of continuity between the under 20s and a new era of need football and then maybe handing the reins over to, I don't know, Carlo Brick or, Carlo Brick and John McCarty or John McCarty and Carlo Brick and, you know what I mean? Like, and the next, a uh, uh, panel of players coming through and just being a bit of continuity and whatever, but I suppose results this year dictated that that wasn't going to happen for sure. Um, and it was the end of 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 Andy's contract. So, where 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 do we go from here? Like, what happens? Because a lot of talk of many different managers. Let's just say, yeah.
0: Well, the the Colin O'Rourke apparently ruled himself out uh, today. You know, speaking on the Sunday game and one of the one of the factors he cited was the abuse, um, which was very interesting. I found and it was something that he's discussed with his uh, wife. And she said that, you know, in a day and age that we're in with social media and everything that she and and he wouldn't like to see himself being um, abused to the hilt on social media by people hiding behind these accounts. And that's fair enough. But it's amazing to think that a man like Colin O'Rourke, who does, you know, punditry and 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 gets it from certain weeks, uh, you know, would would be that strong on that. But that's that's kind of the effect it, it does have on people, you know. And it's that was very interesting to hear him cite like that reason. It wasn't a thing of, uh, you know, I'm too old or I, I don't want to or I'm, I'm this that and the other. But so that that probably rules him out. There seems to be two things, Mickey. So there's. There's there's talk of an outside manager and there's talk of an inside man. Um, I personally wouldn't be too deterred by an outside manager, and I wouldn't be all that much hung up on what happened when Seamus McEnany took us. Like that was that was a bad time, but I wouldn't. That's not a reason I wouldn't go outside the county again, just because just because that whole episode happened, and you can't just be scared by one sort of thing in the past that happened. You know there's there's plenty of good people inside me i agree but there's there's tons of people outside of me and if they're the right fit for the job by all means
2: yeah it all depends on what we want um do we want someone to come in for a quick fix um and maybe you know stick with the panel of players that are there um maybe bring in one or two um and 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 go hell for letter at division two next year or whatever and Try to get promoted and try to get to a Leinster final again and get into the uh, qualifiers, um, or do we want to start building for the future? Like, is it a it, that's the thing? Do we where where do we stand on this? Do we want the instant success or the 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 hop that you get from a, a new manager? Um, I'm I don't know which way to look at this. I just hope that everything is is uh, in place. Uh, in our development squads over the next three or four years. Because I, I think that's where we have to worry about mean football.
0: I agree with you. And, and that's why I think it would be far too soon to start realistically thinking of Cahal brick and or John McCarthy as the manager of the senior saying, squad. That's yeah. what I was saying about three years. like yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and let them let them work away at under-20 level and try and bridge the gap there because that's still one of the utmost important tasks on our radar in a county capacity. Um, so therefore, it would be a three-year, initially a sort of a three-year fix, whether you look at that as short to medium term, so be it. Um, but we also do need to get ourselves back to a level in which we're competitive at the the top of Division 2 and, and to try and push for Division 1 football and Leicester finals and challenging with the current and with the current crop of players, but also with a few new additions from the under 20s. But by and large, knowing that the minor team is still three or four years away from realistically progressing or graduating through to the senior squad. So to me, I mean, you need a fella with, with a little bit of track, track with a track record and a bit of success here and there. I don't think you bring in a, not nobody but you know what I mean somebody who maybe hasn't achieved all that much so I wouldn't be too deterred from bringing in a big name or or bringing in someone within the county who knows the club scene inside out and has had success
2: and who are the names that you're trying to (laughs) think of like like from from within the county who has had success and is a big name is Colin O'Rourke I don't think there's anybody there's any bigger name from within the county um that has had as much success as Colum O'Rourke with the two senior championships with the two Hogan Cups. Is it two or four Hogan Cups that uh, Colum managed? Is it
0: two, I think.
2: Yeah. Um uh you know like so who else is there? From within, within the, the county? county
0: yeah within the county I like somebody like um Michal McDermott I, I I wouldn't be at all uh by him. I, I think he's done a remarkable job with the Wolf Tones. He's managed at inter-county level before. He's won championships pretty much everywhere he's been, Mickey. Um, I, I, I wouldn't be at all torn away from him. I know a, a man that maybe you could say hasn't won anything major, but has done an unbelievable job inside the county has been Wall for me. Um, I'd certainly have him You know, at the top of your club manager list as well. I know people have been mentioning Kevin Riley, but then again, like, I suppose Kevin's a, a young enough manager too. He's only in his second club job. He's won an intermediate with Trim. Like, he, his big job this year is to go and see how far he can progress that with Trim in the senior championship. So, I suppose they'd be the three probably top candidates in a club capacity that you'd be looking at. Um, and, and if Column rules himself out, then that's him gone too. Um, so, Bernard Flynn has been mentioned. Do you know, we, we know what happened with with bernard and the under 20 job and I, I personally think bernard would be open to the idea of it whether or not he's a realistic can candidate for the job i don't know and i'm I'm not privy to that either so i don't think there's i don't think there's a shortage of candidates within the county and a, likewise i don't think there's a shortage shortage of candidates with outside the county the it's
2: from outside the county then
0: OK, well, Mali Rock seems to be a player on, on sort of everybody. Yeah, he's,
2: he's, he, yeah, like I, I'd say he's, uh, of all the outside managers, he's he probably gets 50% of the comments, I suppose.
0: Yeah, but, but my fear, and just before I go on, is that this weekend we've seen, what, another three or four teams knocked out of the championship. The likelihood is managers are going to leave, you know, and positions are be, going to become available Let's just take Common for example. If Anthony Cunningham walks in the morning, Maliki O'Rourke will be instilled as probably the favourite to take over in Common. So this is why I feel that Mead need to probably act and to to try and um, make forward moves in terms of sourcing somebody like Maliki O'Rourke or possibly if Anthony Cunningham became available in the morning. He'd be a man I, I'd certainly have uh, into the, to the conversation. I think he's an excellent manager and he'd be a very good fit for Mead. Um, I've I've seen him Fitzmaurice mentioned again. That's probably a bit more aspirational. Um, and regardless of what you think, it depends on what you like more. But Jim McGuinness has been mentioned too. You know. Yeah, um, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just if you can just wipe Jimmy McGuinness. I've seen Rory Gallagher mentioned as well. Well, Rory um, Gallagher's not going anywhere from Derry, like. yeah. I know, but people have have thrown that name in there, and I was like, going, Jesus Christ. Is that what we have uh, uh, come to and um, look there's going to be uh a, a, there's a list the length of your arm and um, judging by our um our instagram posts of, of of late and whatever so it's something that we might come back to later in the um podcast so we're going to move on now anyway to one of the main events from the weekend it was of course the ladies they were taking on monaghan in drumhound on saturday afternoon and the ladies came away with a victory here. One thirteen to Monahan's one point. It looked it looked ominous for me early on, Davey, when they went to point down and Monaghan put 16, 17, 18 players behind the ball and were trying to protect a one point lead, but eventually Mead broke them down and got the victory.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was a strange game, Mickey. It really was. Like there was only it was only two points to one after 18 minutes, and it actually looked like it was kind of going to be one of those days where you were just going to have to go point for point and hopefully grind it out. But thankfully, things opened up towards the last stages of the first half, and the goal, which was really all important, through Kelsey Nesbitt became just on the stroke of half time, opened up a six point lead at the half time interval. Um, and again, Monaghan came out, and they were just content to not get absolutely trashed and to frustrate Mead. But Mead, as as expected, just found a way around it. Got a used the weight to found the spaces, um, got the scores they needed, clipped over eight frees as well, and won the game as comprehensively as they possibly could have without completely obliterating Monaghan, which is what their MO was from the start.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, we will be doing a full review of uh, the Mead Ladies against Monaghan over on our Loyal Royals podcast this week. We're going to be absolutely spoiled rotten on the loyal royals podcast this week we have the all-county football league preview for round nine uh we have the division 2b final between kilmainham and on we have a full review and interviews from that game interviews with harry newman dylan morgan and uh rusty tiernan from the victorious kilmainham side we also have a review uh going up in the week of castletown Versus Karen Ross in the Division 3A final, where Castletown came away with the victory there. Again, interviews from Aidan Young, Declan Cribben, Kevin Ross, uh, Johnny Guinity, and Jerry Farley. And then we have a review of the Kilmainham Woods uh, Division 4 victory over uh, Drumcondra uh, and Park 3 9 to 1 9. And we have interviews with Stephen Smith. Paul Carlin and uh, Michael Shankey in that one. And uh, from the ladies' game, we have Eamon Murray, Shauna Ennis, and Avine Cleary. Um, Davy, uh, the ladies have Arma up next in Pierce Park in Longford next Saturday. And, you know, they're not getting a ha- home game this, this, this week. It's or, a sorry, shame. They're not getting a home game in this group. You're supposed to have one away and one at home, but they're not getting a home game.
0: And it comes with the territory, Mickey. Uh, first of all, you get put to, to play in Drummond and then you get your home game taken off and you get put in Longford for a neutral venue. It's a shame because I think it would have been great to get a home game. And me, me ladies, sorry, are our sole focus, our, our hope really in the county capacity now. And uh, it just would have been brilliant. But but look, at the the girls will go to Longford. I don't think they'll mind too much. And uh, they'll take on a big sort of Armagh side who are, who've been waiting in the wings for me for a few weeks now and they'll have been sighted in this one up it's going to be a big test it's going to be a huge uh, much bigger challenge sorry than the one in which they would have faced last weekend but safe in the knowledge that they are true regardless so hopefully they can go through as group winners and uh, assure themselves of an easier quarter final
2: Yeah absolutely. On well on paper exactly when you when you finish top of the table and whenever but um, they will have a uh, to they can't be taken Armagh for granted that is for sure, sure. with the macken sisters i know every time we talked about dunny gall uh, last <laughs> year i was mentioning the macken sisters no they're actually from Armagh, and the um amy macklin or macken is is one hell of a footballer and you know made me last year we tied her up in the quarter final wasn't it and uh yeah. she, i think she had what two or three points um coming up to uh, the final quarter and maybe kicked a goal in two or something in that final quarter but was kept you know relatively quiet the Same was going to have to be done again she's going to have to be kept quiet in this uh, group game Davey
0: She will she's an outstanding footballer one of if not the best in the country on her day and uh, she's uh, she's a brilliant scoring forward and one that Mead will have their hands full in, in keeping an eye on be interesting to see who takes that uh, role Um, you know will it be one of Sean Ennis, uh, Mary-Kate Lynch, or possibly Mead might drop Emma Troy back to Marco. You, you just, you, you wouldn't know. That would be fascinating in itself.
2: I was going to say that because last year, um, if I remember correctly, it was Emma Troy yeah. who picked her up. So And she did a ma- magnificent job on her. So um, with Emma Troy operating at six now, um, they might have to rejig it a bit and uh, to put her back in there. But look, um I'm sure Eamon Murray and his management team have their plans in place for that. So don't forget to go over to our loyal royals to hear the full review of Mead Ladies against Mullen from last Saturday in Drumhound. Um, Davey, we'll move on now to the Camogues. And uh, the Camogues were away to Cork on the weekend and lost uh one twelve to 11 points. It was 1-6 to 6 at half time, And that essentially puts paved to their um, aspirations of, of of getting through the knockout stages. They do have two games to go, two home games. They're at home to Kildare on the 26th, and then they're, I think it's the 25th or 26th, and then they're at home to Kilkenny on the 2nd of July.
0: Yeah, it's, it's been a wretched campaign, hasn't it, Mickey? On the back of a really good uh, Leicester Championship win only a matter of weeks ago, for whatever reason, they just haven't been able to back um back it up in the All Ireland series, which will be of massive frustration for Brendan Skihan and his management team and players alike. Um they are always going to be, I suppose, up against it going down to Cork, Cork unbeaten, won their last two difficult tests on the road. I mean, give a great care of themselves, though. In fairness, there was only a goal between the sides at half time, and the goal was scored on the stroke of half time. So Uh, Meath were well in touch with Cork right the way through towards the latter stages but just couldn't get the elusive goal to to sort of reel Cork in and unfortunately as you say three defeats now on the spin it rules them out of contention at getting through and they need to win you'd suggest probably one from their final two if not both of them to make sure they don't get embroiled in a relegation battle but you'd you'd like to think they're probably too strong for that but Kilkenny are a fairly decent side even, even though it's their second team and Kildare you know Meath played in the Leicester final only a couple of weeks ago, and that wasn't an easy assignment
2: either. Yeah, yeah, well, they will have their work cut out for the man, I suppose. It's hard to get away from a, a, a run of losses. It's it's as easy to stay on a run of wins as it is to stay on a run of losses, so we hope that they can uh, sort that out over the next couple of weeks before the visit of Kildare. So we wish them and, of course, the women's, ladies' footballers next weekend the very best of luck in their next couple of games. Davey, we'll move on to it now. We've already mentioned them. They're on our Loyal Royals podcast this week, but the Division 2B, the Division 3A and the Division 4 League Finals were all played on the weekend. We covered them on our mixalore account for We Are Mead, so we uh, broadcast these games across the internet. We had a massive take-up in listeners, it has to be said. Absolutely incredible. Thank you to everybody out there for um listening in, and of course to PR Coin & Sons, are our, our, our sponsors for the podcast as well. Um, their advert should be coming up around now.
1: Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30 second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near silent cutting of a Husqvarna automower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control automower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers, Producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact P R Coin and Sons, your authorised Automower dealer, on 046 955 1910, or in store in Clonard County Meath.
0: Hi, Kevin Coyne here from P R Coin and Sons. If you need any more information on the Automower, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Meath.
2: Yeah, that was the ad. And uh, (laughs) Well played. And and, uh, of course, um, you know, brilliant, brilliant, three brilliant spectacles, it has to be said. So we have four league finals yet to be decided. um, But the three that were decided on the weekend and the weather on the weekend was not great, it has to be said. But we were treated to three brilliant games of football.
0: Yeah, the quality of football was excellent, um, which was the big takeaway from it. And uh, being selfish as well, three Northmead winners was was nice across the three divisions too, Mickey. Albeit two of them had to be Northmead winners, um, and Cabanham backed it up with a hat trick as well. But great football, superb individual performances, um, and it just whets the appetite nicely for the start of the
2: club championship in a month's time. Absolutely, like you know, it uh, it really does, and especially the fact that would say, I'm just looking down, at it. one, two, three, four, uh, would. All six teams that were involved on the weekend, uh, Drumcondra Kilmainham Wood, Carter Ross and Castleton, they will all meet in their respective championships. And Kilmainham will actually play Dunjockland's first team yeah. in the first round of the championship. So it's actually the, four, the six clubs that were involved are all going to meet each other again when the championships roll around.
0: Uh, it's brilliant. It's, it, it's, it's class. Um, chance for retribution for some of them and another chance for... A uh, beating for us, some of the other teams But it just shows that they're, they're on a level playing field Really across the board The leagues are well structured The competitiveness across the divisions is good And uh, it, it should make for a really, really enterprising And entertaining um, club championship in, in senior, intermediate and junior
2: Yeah, it really should But uh, we'll take it back to the finals, Davy. Uh, we'll start with Division 4 Kilmainham. Uh, Wood against Drumcondrick, Kilmainham Wood 3-9, Drumcondrick 1-9 and the same result as their earlier league um, uh, game uh, within the league, um, a six point victory for Kilmain and Wood, who probably deserved their six point victory on the day but it did hang on a major decision when there was four points between the teams.
0: Yeah it did, yeah they, like Kilmain and Wood were, were by far the better side they were more polished, they, they were more clinical when they got the chances but John Conrad did have a massive shout for a penalty midway through the second half when they were on top and getting back into the game. Long ball lofted in, I think, by Terry Skelly or possibly Jamie Miles. Stephen Crosby peeled away from his man, Horik Barber, caught the ball behind him. Bar- Arbour turns awkwardly and looked like he dragged down his man. Seamus O'Connor gave nothing for it. Drum were up in arms, but uh, then Kilmain and Wood went down the other end and got one two or one three without reply. He put the game to bed and that was it, really. I don't think on the on the balance of play that Drum deserved something from it, but it could have made a game of it. Who knows? But Kilmain and Wood, as you say, were the winners
2: in the end. Yeah, absolutely. And then moving on to the main event on Sunday, which was Castletown against Cardinal Ross. Castleton coming away with an eight-point victory here, reversing their fortunes over Karen Ross in the last three games that they had lost to them, and um, out and did a very disciplined display, beating Karen Ross by eight points at Karen Ross' side that are going to lose Frank O'Reilly in the next couple of days, who's heading off for the summer and probably won't be back until the knockout stages of the Championship. Yeah, which is a huge
0: concern, you know, because Frank accounted for six of uh, Carnross's ten points. The other four points all kicked by Paddy McDermott, who's going to have a massive weight on his shoulders come championship. Uh, 2022. So that's an issue for John L. McGee and one in which he's going to have to try and, uh, you know, look at in the next couple of weeks and find a solution to But full credit to Castletown, Mickey, as you say, getting that burden off their back of four defeats consecutively against Karen Ross and one, what, six or eight weeks ago, they were hammered by them in the league meeting. They've completely reversed those fortunes and in no small part down to the Brilliance of Killian Price in the first 15 minutes, who got a goal and two, and Declan Cribbin across the hour, who contributed one four between them, two six out of their total tally of two twelve. Two outstanding performers, but they weren't the only ones who thought Reem McConnell was outstanding in the middle of the park. Killian Smith came in, was superb. Two of the Mead miners from last year, um, and a whole host of other scorers across the board
2: yeah um, uh, as we said already head on over to our loyal royals podcast it's patreon forward slash we are mead to get a full review of that league final between castleton and Carnaross ross and to hear obviously all those interviews with the manager aiden young and the four players Declan kevin ross uh johnny kennedy and jerry Farley, as well and the final game of the weekend was actually played on saturday and it was kilmainham against on this went to to extra time, Davy Risman and finished 114 to Kilmainham, 113 to Dunshocken. After that extra time, a one point victory for Kilmainham in the Division 2B final. Absolutely scintillating game of football. And um, two players accounting for one goal and 12 for Kilmainham. Can you guess who they were? I'm Mickey going to say a Morgan and a Newman, but I'm sure you're going to finish the, the flags for me. What did Mickey Newman end up with, Davey? You know he's got a standard score now for the for, for us at the moment. Really. Well, it's normally Mickey. It's normally seven points, but I think he might have done one better. Did he? He did indeed. He had uh, he, he, he had eight points on, on on the evening, but the goal from Dylan Morgan was a thing of beauty, absolutely uh, brilliant, right on the stroke of half time, putting it in the top corner. Uh, Roland Garrity. Uh, uh, played well for dunn but their goal came from substitute Jack Hederton, soccer style to the goal. But as I said, we will have a full review review of that game you'll get a blow-by-blow account of the All-County Football League finals in Division 2B, 3A and 4 on our Lion Royals, Lion Royals podcasts this week. So Davey, um, with having said that, it is time to move on and do our lottoes. Have the PRO been in contact with you?
0: Yeah, they have, Mickey. So first up um, from last week was Menalvi, and uh, their jackpot of 1,300 wasn't won. Uh, the 20-year winners were Joe Murphy, Tom Hannafin and Anthony Ford. 1, 2, 7 and 10 were the numbers. Uh, their next jackpot draw takes place on the 13th of June at manabbygfc.de or on the Club Force app. You can play that one. The Chocolate and Royal Gales from the 7th and 6th, no mistakes, this week's is Andy Smith. The numbers drawn were 2, 14, 22 and 23. The had three match-three winners, collected €70 each. Caroline and Mick Malone, Anne Lynham and Neve Dooner. Uh, the next draw takes place on Monday the 13th at half-eight live on Facebook. Jackpot capped at 13,000. Um... And the second reserve is building up to €9,400. Euro. This says congratulations again to Gillian Carey on winning last week's fantastic jackpot of 13000 Um Over three years of waiting for that. That's amazing. So it's not too much of a surprise to see that uh, the Dunshocklin missed it that on the back of having three years of no winners. It would have been easy. Easy to just um, not spot the winner, but fair play to them for going back and finding it. You can play that one on Club Force. Uh, Navidou Matney's next in, 14,600 uh, on the 14th of June coming. 15, 18, 21, and 23, the numbers from last week. They had one match tree winner who was JCB Delaney. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> um, <you laughs> Google, Club Spot, and the Matneys or download the app to play. Column Kills, week number 746. The numbers drawn were 3, 6, 16, and 22. 50-euro winners were Jack Sarkavna and Emer Ferguson. Next week, uh, Jackpot is again a tasty 10,000 and you can play that one on Clubify.
1: Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna automower smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control automower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to Green Fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin & Sons, your authorised automower dealer on 046 955 1910, or in store in Clonard County Meath.
0: Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coin & Sons, if you need any more information on the Ottawa, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Meeting. My own quarter GFC from last Friday night 9,500 euro for jackpot wasn't won. 9,25,29 and 30, the numbers drawn. 520 euro winners were Maya and Ella Foley, the Dempsey boys, David Casti, Shirley Conway and Lorraine Curran. The Leinster jersey went to Andre Rourke. And next week's jackpot moves on to 9,600 euro. And you can play it at cortoga.com forward slash lotto. Gail Column Kill. This is the big one, of course, that um, had to have been given away uh, last week, Mickey. And uh, the numbers drawn were 2, 17, 23 and 29. They had a 12,000 euro jackpot. There was no winner. There was no... Um, match trees. Uh, there was one match tree. Uh, who collects everything? And her name is Katrina. Katrina Gen Genokia. <laughs> no. Genokia.
2: Mm, well, how's it spelled? G e n o c k e y. janaki
0: Genokia. Yeah, janaki
2: I went to school with four Genokias. Okay. Right. <laughs> Um congratulations. That's how they spell her name. (laughs) Yeah, okay, I believe it. Uh
0: congratulations to Katrina. She scooped the entire twelve thousand. uh jackpot, so amazing stuff there. Um, so, no jackpot winner, but she was the only match three winner on the night. So, she wins it all. Um, the last one on my list, Mickey's from Minolty, and uh, their 2,400 jackpot wasn't won 7, 8, 16, and 25. The numbers there five match three winners collecting 40 euro each. Trish O'Reilly, James and Harry McCabe, Shauna Byrne, Breda Smith, and Marion Smith. The special online prize of 50 euro went to Maria Moores. And next week, Jackpot takes place on Sunday, the 19th of June, and it's 2600 euro.
2: No bother, David. Next in is Jelly from Simonson. He says, I nearly forgot you this week. I just hope I'm not too late to get it into the podcast. And then he has the two closed eyes, the bear with the closed eyes. Well, Jelly, we held off on doing the We Are Me podcast to get your message, and here it is. It's out there now for everybody. The matching numbers. For Simonstown's uh, Lotto last week were three, nine, 11 and twenty-four. There was no winner of the two thousand euro jackpot. There was match three winners were Mary Slevin and Catherine Gorman. Next week's uh, jackpot is two thousand and fifty euro, and it's on Friday night. And you can do that through all of the usual um, social media pages. You'll get the uh, you'll get the the, um, the the link there, and uh, then Cedgaston the Lotto. And um, their jackpot is 1,100 euro. It was not one last week, and you can do that through Smart Lotto. Or again, go to any of their social media pages and you will get the link to their lotto there. So, and um, that is all the Lottos for this week, Davy. I suppose it's time to move on to um, our Instagram interactive. And I suppose with the news coming out last Monday morning that um, uh, Andy McIntyre had. Stepped away from the mead team, and um, we obviously didn't know last Sunday. There was talk about it last Sunday on uh, on the podcast about, you know, will he stay with, will he not, and whatever. And this week, it's that week. It's that long ago now. It's it's nearly a week since since the announcement that it's old news. Um, it is now being used for fish and chips in the chipper, like so. It is those newspapers are yesterday's news.
0: Yeah, well, what I did uh, put up after uh, the news came out was um who people would like to see taken over the me job and why. And I I won't read out to people. I might just run through some of the names, Mickey, and you can discuss, but there's some names thrown at us here. Um, Jim McGinnis, proven winner. Um, the one I will mention a name with is Colin McAreevy, and he says, Banty, get him out of Monaghan. And I said, no, thanks. <laughs> um, Next one is Sean Kelly, knows the landscape better than anyone. Colin O'Rourke, he on the RTE talking about teams' flaws. I'd love to see what he can do. Whoops. Um, Jim McGuinness again pops up. Stephen Poacher's there. Bernard Flynn, remember when he got the under 20 gig, we, the county was so enthusiastic about? Bernard Flynn has unfinished business after the under 20s. Maliki O'Rourke is the outstanding candidate to be the mead manager. Took Monaghan from Division One, Division Three to one, one of the best teams in the country with little resources. Of best managers and one of the best managers of his generation took over seven struggling teams, made them all into top teams, only picked top managers who had success at top level, like Desi Farrell, James Horn, Rory Gallagher, Declan Bonner, Rochford, Anthony Cunningham, Banty. Do her Ryan, even teams like Loudwood, Mickey Hart, Offley, John Mahon, all go with managers with proven track record at top level, Inter-County Division 1, Under-20, Under-21, Club Senior, All-Ireland. Maliki O'Rourke is the best candidate, simply one of the best managers in the country. Um, if not interested, Davey Burke managed Kildare only to their second All-Ireland at any grade in 94 years. He turned down Leinster counties this year. He is much sought after one of the best coaches, Collo Brick needs to stay to manage the successful minors under twenty. If removed, could sabotage our best under twenty All Ireland uh, in thirty years. Definitely could be a future manager, but we need him to focus on the twenties. We have some excellent young managers, but need more experience and success at the top level. Another option would be Colm O'Rourke, successful international rules manager, two Keegan Cups and Hogan Cups. Colm is the most successful underage manager ever with three schools, not two, three. Yep, um, yep. Um, he is a winner, worry of the greatest player. Colin would be excellent choice, but it seems he is destined to never manage Mead. So the other Rourke Malachy, is the outstanding candidate. Thanks to Andy, he did a good job, put in a good foundations for a good future, and he is a great Mead man. We were lucky to have such a proud, passionate Mead man in charge. Thanks for the memories. Malachy O'Rourke, best suited for what we need, also outside the county. Take a step back, this has to be done right, love the cautious approach. Jim Gavin. Firstly, um, <laughs> who is on the selection committee? I says I don't know. <laughs> um, time to go big or go home. Needs doing as soon as possible to allow the new lads Seat club, club Championship I'd 100% agree with that David Ferris Would give serious Encouragement to the players I'd agree with that um, Pat is another one Robbie Brennan Need to give a Dunboy man a chance Wall Dedicated to the game Any of the coaches Working with Eamon Murray And the Mead ladies Robbie Brennan He is absolutely Class manager He'd bring a lot to the table Look at what he did with the club in Dublin Kevin Riley, Kevin Riley, Eamon Fitzmaurice One bad experience with Banty Shouldn't put us outside the manager Maliki Rock for me Mick Bohan Proven winner Great coach and has managed in Meath before And the last one comes in from Susan Farrell Mickey Break the bank for Davy Rispin and Mickey Brennan No one knows the club scene like them
2: <laughs> Yeah It's the county scene that the problem is <laughs> We wouldn't know enough about the county scene Ah thanks Susan sure um always has our back and um yeah look there's there's a there's a whole host of um uh ideas there and, and i suppose that just shows you how people see it and how differently people see it and what we need in the eyes of the of the public is so different when you ask one one person to the next um mm-hmm. uh, about it so yeah from that who who, who do you who do you like, or who was the? What's well, the biggest? Robbie, curve Robbie Brennan.
0: We actually didn't talk about really yeah. earlier on, and he would be certainly like, he knows made football inside out. He's had unbelievable success with code Croaks. You know, winning the All Ireland Club title. Um, certainly be a man that uh, would have to be in the discussion. You'd imagine, and he doesn't. He qualifies as an inside man, but probably also an outside man in many respects. Uh, he'd have to be on. To the forefront of that and he's a man I'd say that probably wouldn't be too removed from it either
2: no no he'd definitely be a candidate that is for sure um and um i'm just i'm just trying to think of like again it's going back to what we were talking about at the start of the at the of the podcast what what do we need have we got the raw material there to get to division one at the moment or do we have to start building? So it all depends on on, on, on that, really. Um, and, yeah, I just... I, I what, do, what do you think we need at the moment? Do you think we have the raw materials there at the moment to go to Division 1?
0: Oh, I, I don't know. I, I actually don't. Um, to me, the, the biggest thing for whoever comes in is to get onto the phone of Brian Menton and, and, and Donald Kogan and get those fellas on board. Because to me, they're still two of our... Our best players. They're two of our leaders, and without them, I'd I'd worry for where we could get to or end up. Um, I do like I do like the idea of a big name. I'll be honest with you, Mickey. I, t- I think if if it is a two to three year um, thing initially, I think there's no nothing would put me away from getting a big name involved.
2: Right. So just somebody... to give us
0: that bounce. Yeah. For a
2: yeah. couple of years. Yeah. I, I, I personally don't think that that big name is in the county if Colm doesn't go for it. So that means going outside the county then.
0: Would Robbie Brennan not be a big enough name, no?
2: All-Ireland like, club winner, no? Yeah, not yet. Like I, I don't think so. I don't think... Not just yet. Um, so,
0: but like, like, are you saying that he needs to go and manage another county and then he's a big name? Or like, why not become a big but, name?
2: Well, no, you just have to win more. Do you know what I mean like like one but what what two,
0: what is the next step for him now as a manager after winning an all ireland club to me it's an inter county job.
2: okay okay but i i don't know if that's if that's too soon you know that that's just me i don't know if it's too yeah, soon yeah, yeah. you know because he's still he's still learning his his trade and whatever um but i suppose if you've won in all ireland you've you've probably learned your trade yeah look i wouldn't be dead against it but when you is he a big name? That's what I'm saying. Is he now a big name because he won an All Ireland Club Championship? So he's pretty close to it yet. So one. One swallow makes a summer in your, in, in, in your, <laughs> in your <house.
0: laughs> I was going to say it's one big swallow though. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, can we move on to Instagram Interactive, please? Yeah, let's do it.
2: Yeah, go out, go back to Instagram Interactive.
0: Hey, uh, we'll, we'll get a bit of soccer off at the start with Jack Wall. She says, thoughts on the huge game in Halo this Friday, Bows versus Shells?
2: Yeah, massive massive. Um, I think that the whole league will um will hinge on that game
0: for who finishes fourth or fifth.
2: Yeah, exactly. Now you said it.
0: Shawnee Fitz uh, says Ireland finally winning the game.
2: Yeah, absolutely incredible stuff. Um you know dominated Armenia for 20 minutes. Uh, so we did and lost that game by goal. Um, I, I, I but that, that twenty minutes was outstanding football. So it was absolutely incredible. And then uh, Ireland doing what Ireland do, being really nice to the Ukraine and letting them have the win. Um, it was I just thought that that was a beautiful moment. Um, and how Stephen Kenny made it look like uh, we were trying to win that game, but in all honesty, we let them have a goal and then we were being nice to them and we. We just decided to kick the ball against the crossbar or wide as often as possible but then we went out and we beat the shite out of the scots yeah yeah, yeah. and they're a lovely bunch of lads <laughs> same bunch of lads the scots um that's
0: soccer done actually um shane levy's just telling us that rory Chute still hasn't got that haircut
2: <laughs> oh lord man <laughs> are we gonna to have to have some sort of a charity do for him to get the haircut
0: and he he's a future son-in-law, Graham Geraghty. I'd, I'd like to think he'd keep himself better because Graham was always one to look after himself. A very um, dapper man. Yeah, likes the way he looks. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's gonna have to improve in that respect, I would say. A lot of love for Castletown. Town. Uh, Mickey has expected. Dara Weldon says Castletown are brilliant. Um, Bernard Doherty says Castletown are on the rise um and there was another one in there about castletown somewhere along the line uh, peter griffith said castletown's young player so yeah a lot of uh, a lot of nice instagram interactive for the castletown men this week
2: yeah and um it's funny that is a running theme of our um loyal royal podcast on the castletown game is is, is this youthfulness that they've brought through um and how the future is fairly bright for Town, and how they really stood up against, you know, what would have been a, a very, I suppose, favoured Karna Ross in that Division 3A final. So uh, do on head on over to our Loyal Royals podcast if you're not already uh, signed up to the Patreon forward slash we Are Me podcast because um, it's a really, really good um, insight into Castleton.
0: Rhys McGuire says, Robbie Fox um, on Malibu and Milk celebrating Kilmainham Wood
2: yeah look it is it's the drink of champions davy so it is it really is the drink of champions
0: no i followed that up by saying Kilmainham and wood a good talented young team
2: yeah again a lot of youth coming through um and have more youth coming through next year and um, and it's going to be it's going to be one of those purple patches for a rural club and they're going to have to make hay when the sun shines and and you know when 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 you were just talking a moment ago there about the malibu and milk and and I said, yeah, the drink of champions. Up there, they're probably even using champions' milk.
1: Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30 second ad? Well, then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near silent cutting of a Husqvarna auto mower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control AutoMower from your phone. AutoMower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin and Sons, your authorised AutoMower dealer, on 046 955 1910, or in store in Clonard, County Meath.
0: Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coin and Sons. If you need any more information on the Osmore, feel free to call into us here in Clannard County. Media. Um Flash Gordon wants to talk about Ryan O'Neill.
2: Yeah, I haven't got to see the Armagh game back yet. Um, it's uh, something that I'll be doing in the next couple of days. But when you're recording podcasts and uh, uh, covering games and stuff like that, it's, it's hard to see it. But Um, I got to see a couple of little snippets on my phone from Twitter. And I have to say, we had something similar going on in Park Pouchton on the weekend with Mickey Newman. Spraying ball left, right and centre onto people's chests from 60 yards. Um, And I'd say he he has a couple of DVDs. Reen O'Neill has a couple of DVDs of Mickey Newman because he's the expert.
0: All rated stuff, that. (laughs) yeah <laughs> that's it would you believe for instagram interactive is that it that's, that's it, it from yes.
2: this yeah it's well look it's been a, it's been one of those um we are Mead podcast that was i suppose dominated by the leaving of the Mead manager andy mcanty and we want to say thank you to andy and his management team and all the selectors over the last six years for all the work that they've put in and um, it's going to be a new uh management team next year and a new era for Mead football and we hope that the Mead County Board will have something in place. As Davy said, you know, there's a lot of teams that will be losing managers soon and all the top managers in the country will be sought after. So let's hope that they have some sort of a plan in place and that they get it sorted uh, proper quick and um, get this Mead team Back going again and, uh, and on the rightful trage- trajectory. I suppose this is the only year out of the six years, Davy, that we didn't see any progress from the meat team. They kind of stagnated a little bit this year.
0: Yeah, and pr- probably even regressed to be to be brutally honest. Um, yeah. Which which is a concern, but it's one that it gives the manager a, I suppose a platform to come in and, and maybe build because I'd like to think that that was us hitting rock bottom. We can't go any lower. That's obviously... We'll see what happens in that sense next year. But I do think it's a decent base for a manager to come in and, and take Mead on and, and lift us up again, hopefully. Well, well, I
2: suppose when you look at some of the results from today and you see Cork through to an All-Ireland quarter final and we absolutely dismantled Cork in the league. Um, you know, So we're not that far away from maybe just clicking a bit. Um, we're definitely a better side than Cork maybe Cork just got a nice handy run in Blackwater. They Loudon Limerick, yeah. yeah they Limerick, yeah. And yeah. so they had a nice little run to it. But would we have beaten Loudon Limerick um, uh, towards the end of it uh, this year? It would have been... It would have been Good question, years. yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, look, um, we wish Andy the very best luck of whatever he goes on to do next. I'm sure he's going to take a little bit of a break anyway and spend some time with the family and we. Uh, re- boot the batteries because it's been a long six years for for for, for him and with all of the commitments and the commitment it takes to run a county team look that's it from this episode of your we are meet podcast remember we are meet why it matters more